Hey, here we are again. <laughs> yeah, we're here. For another episode. Yeah. An episode about... One never knows. Well, I think this is uh, episodes for our little... Our podcast about the stone house and... Well, yeah. Stories but, from the stone house. But because we're doing it from a story map and picking it blindly... One never knows oh, yes, yes, exactly where the episode is going to go. It might be yeah. surprising. It could be shocking. It could be disgusting. We just don't <laughs> even know in advance. That's true. It's always a surprise. And uh, just for any of you who are new to our podcast, this is a group of stories about the old stone house, which was a house that Scott and I lived in many, many years ago, more than 40 years ago in southeastern Minnesota, and this was a house that was built after the Civil War from limestone in uh, the surrounding, the surrounding... The limestone was quarried from nearby cliffs by hard-working returning Union officers and their horse teams hauled by wagon loads to the site where the house was built, and there we were, 110 years later, living in some semblance of 70s elegance right there in a truly antique house. Yes, so these are, uh, these are stories which uh, are about our life, and we have created a story map with different subjects, and our way of getting going on a story is just to have one of us close our eyes and point to a subject on the story map and then we just take it from there extemporaneously so right and I think that while the one person has their eyes closed the other person spins (laughs) the story map around so that nothing can be like if you looked at it and cheated in advance and memorized the story map okay well you'll have really no clue of which way the story map's going to be great okay I will close my eyes and you can spin the story map below me and we'll see what I come up with. The story map is below you. There's no story <laughs> at all. Okay, let me try again. I gotta get further out. Well, that's way out there. This is insects. Insects. Oh my goodness. That is an interesting one for the stone house. So if you have never lived in Minnesota in the summertime, it's it's pretty incredible how quickly things grow and just come to life in almost an incredible tropical way. Uh, it can be very humid in Minnesota and the Growing season is short but intense. And so what you're saying is that things come to life very rapidly after being frozen dead so long. Right. Yes. And just what comes to mind for me as far as insects is one of the most amazing nighttime experiences I can remember. And that is looking out on a humid night, a humid dark night, over... A, a field in front of the stone house and we were walking up the driveway a bit looking out over this field and it was just covered or 
I guess, illuminated, you might say, by millions of fireflies blinking on and blinking off. It was really just like seeing a universe of lights pulsing in this field. And I don't know what other way of describing it, except it was just wonderful. Well, first off, it was rare because it was a warm night in the spring. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have been out there seeing what the night was presenting to us. And we had the good fortune to walk south from the house across the grass and between the two barns and up the slope of the gravel and limestone driveway. Right, right. So, and I do not recall that uh, that... that um, experience was accompanied by any insect sound. I think that those fireflies are pretty silent. The fireflies are silent. Uh, there certainly were other sounds back down yeah. around the house, probably on that same night, but walking away from the deeper woods that hung over the house, uh, you got out into that prairie remnant of yes. the grasses and the not yet bloomed goldenrods right. and the place where we used to have the beehives up there uh, facing to the south and to the east. Well, and so, that's where the fireflies were. Right. So insects, other, other memories of insects that you have from the stone house. Well, other memories of insects when you're fixing up a house always involves paper wasps because when you're tearing things out and it's late in the summer, inevitably you run into paper wasp nests, which are the ones that look like little waffle mounted upside down on a pedestal. And they're attended to by anywhere from five to 65 uh, very fast flying insects with formidable stingers and the ability to recognize your face once you have wronged them. Yeah. And yes. inevitably when you're doing construction and destruction, you have wronged them, and the paper wasp will get your attention. Yes, that's true. Do you remember any moths or, oh, I remember, how about the, um, what did they call, like, uh, they're like hummingbird moths, and they would, they would come around some of the, the flowers that we grew. Yes, yeah. the, the hummingbird moths were wonderful and, and would come around, I think the petunias especially, they liked, but it seems to me we had some flowers and hanging baskets that were particularly attractive to them. Right, and and then you also did uh, take care of bees for a little while. That's right, bees. bees took care of us. I believe we had bees producing honey for one good season and then went into another season uh, where they didn't do as well and then we had a very severe winter and that killed off the bees and that was the last we had bees. Yeah. Well, we were we were surrounded by insects, that's certainly true. And I I know that we had mosquitoes, of course. Um it it, it kind of varied, I think, according to whether we were in a real wet time of the season or not. But uh I you know, that's a kind of probably enough to speak about insects for now, I would think. Is, are there anything 
any other special um, vignettes of insects that you would like to speak to during that time of the stone house? Not really. We had a good selection of pretty Minnesota-style butterflies. I don't recall ever seeing any large moths like the Cecropia or Luna moth there. I think we did have the tomato hornworms, which are a larger species of yeah. hummingbird moth. Yes. And those are always dramatic and beautiful um, when they come flying around on a summer evening. Yes. Well, that's enough, I think, to speak about uh, insects. And they certainly were all around us in that wonderful, uh, wild, rural environment that... Uh, we call the Old Stonehouse Valley, and we'll have you listen to some more stories pretty soon. Thanks for listening.